You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Fashion. Turn to the left. Fashion. Turn to the right. Uh, fashion. Fashion? It's fashion with Penelope Noir. Morning, a penny. How are you this morning? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, excited to talk fashion with you. It feels like it's been a hot minute. Yes. What's been um, What's been happening in the world of fashion? What's caught your attention? Well, uh, recently there's been a dramatisation miniseries released uh, on Disney about Cristobal Balenciaga, and um, that made me think about the current state of Balenciaga and Demna, and how he's kind of a real stunt, um, dress, like kind of fashion designer. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting to go back and find out about the, you know, the beginning of Balenciaga and that label, and it's it seems quite different, but. Um, in a way, it's also kind of quite, um, you know, they're both outsiders um, and they both kind of caused um, a stir with their um, designs and things like that. Um, so Balenciaga was born in Spain in 1895 and uh, he died in uh, 1972. Uh, and this Disney dramatization is six hours long and it starts as he presents his first um, horticulture collection in Paris. And before that, he'd had two stores in Spain. Um, he opened his first one in 1917 after. Uh, training as a tailor and his mother was a seamstress as well so he was quite like um, totally influenced by you know his mum and he interestingly thought that the design process actually started with the fabric and not the sketch. Oh that's interesting. Um, Yeah whereas you know like most designers do it the other way Mm. Um, and Coco Chanel once said of him Balenciaga alone is a couturier in the true truest sense of the word only he is capable of cutting material assembling a creation and sewing it by hand the others are simply fashion designers so he actually had a hands-on approach to all his designs which made him you know quite different and he was very influenced by his spanish heritage Um, many of his designs you know came from flamenco dresses matador Mm. outfits and black lace Um, and so during the spanish civil war breaks out so he moves to paris and opens uh, house there which became the most expensive and the most exclusive because he didn't like the press he only gave one interview in his lifetime wow. and that's what the series is based on is him like um being interviewed by a person um and him talking about his life and that sort of thing um what an incredible um coup to be the one person who yeah. got to interview Cristobal Valenciaga you would be sweating with nerves before you went into that I feel <laughs> yeah it's crazy I mean he was incredibly private and he was um you know a closeted gay man and of course you know um Paris gets occupied by the Germans um and so it's a very scary time for him other houses closed but he remained open um because he just didn't want to have anything to do with the politics at all so um he kind of didn't kind of claim to be supporting Nazis or not supporting Nazis but just wanting to keep his house open so it is it is kind of a little bit weird when you're watching it and you're going mm. um you know um <laughs> yeah it's like uh, putting your fingers in your ears and going la 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 <laughs> yeah so uh, you know like I don't know it kind of just seems a bit unusual um but maybe it's just that in the modern day more people are just kind of interested in politics or something I don't know um so in the 1950s 
uh, he pioneered a lot of new shapes that were never seen. So if you think about it, we've spoken about Dior and the new look and how it was cinched waists and a lot of fabric. Um, and he was uh, refining uh, earlier designs from season to season and he created like the balloon hem. Um, and I think a lot of people might know a quite famous picture where it looks like a woman's wearing two bubbles. Yes. Um, yeah, so that kind of is like a balloon hem at the bottom. And then he would like move that from being the whole, you know, being the hem to then creating a semi-fit dress that had a balloon at the back of it in the mid-50s. Um, but one of the things he did design was in 1957 he released a sack dress, which was received with hostility. It's I hard to be sick. The Daily Mail said it's hard to be sexy in a sack. Um, <laughs> so true. Yeah, true. but the, the, it was the forerunner of the mini dress of the 1960s. Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah. So that's what was so cool. He also um, invented the baby doll dress. Um, mm. So he really played with um, moving him. Um, sorry, waistlines. Um, you know, removing them completely, having low or empire line. That sort of thing. Yeah, when I think of Balenciaga, like OG Balenciaga, I think of very geometric shapes almost. And as yeah. you said, that kind of like the matador um, shoulder mm. and that kind of flamenco ruffle and that sort of thing is such an interesting singular thing that yeah, only he was doing. I just had a Google penny because I was I was curious about his yeah. political <laughs> neutrality. Um, yeah. Some sources say that there is speculation that perhaps he was able to keep his shop open because he was quite close with Franco. So how's that for political neutrality? Yeah. Because um, he dressed the Franco family. And um, obviously Franco and Hitler were allies. So I feel yeah. like there's just we'll just leave it at that. But well, that might have made that... it okay for him to keep his shop open, uh, perhaps. Well, he did actually get, so he what he was doing, which is a bit naughty, was that he was actually going to Spain. He got a special visa, and he was going to Spain and bringing back fabric, which he, it was wow. illegal. Oh, so true. it was really risky, yeah. And he, um, at one point in the, you know, in one of the shows, he gets stopped, and they kind of question him about his, um, you know, about being gay and stuff, and it's quite, you're just going, oh, no, you know, and then he gets taken off to a room, and then you don't know what happens, but. It, they go like they had something like the German dress police who used to go and um, look at what people were doing and decide whether the clothing was suitable for people to wear because of course wow. the um, the Nazis were not fond like not supportive of French women's like how they dressed because they thought it was too flamboyant mm. and Balenciaga had a partner who was um, both business and Rome you know. Um, boyfriend who created the hats um, that he designed and oh, at one point they closed down Balenciaga because the hats are too outrageous because wow. they were ginormous. Getting, yeah. getting, uh, getting shut down for your hats is yeah. kind of baller. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wish <laughs> I remembered the, um, the, the actual name of the police but it was really funny when it comes up because this whole show is also subtitled so you've got to be like oh. uh, concentrating. Um, A concentration show. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it in Spanish or is it in French? Uh, you can choose. Oh. I chose French. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. We oui, oui. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And it's only six episodes. So, that um, sounds really interesting. Yeah, it's an hour long. I think it's quite interesting when you know Balenciaga now to, totally. you know, to look back at, at that sort of thing. Um, so, and it closed in 1968 because he didn't want to move to ready to wear. 
um, and he died, yeah, four, four years later. Um, wow. The label was revived in 1986 um, and has had various different directors in between. So, Fascinating. Yeah. Well, that's really mm. interesting. Thank you, Penny. Uh, remind us of the name of the miniseries if people want to go and check it out. It's just called Christabel Balenciaga and it's on Disney. Fab. Thank you so much, Penny. Have a good morning. We'll see you later. Thanks very much. That was Fashion with Penelope Noir. We are the Goon Squad and we're coming to town. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.